I hope you've had a joyful week. Welcome back to the Live Curious Die Wild podcast. I'm your host, Atlas Mari. Every Saturday, we discuss a topic related to intentional living in order to help you stop cruising on autopilot and start taking the wheel. You deserve to fiercely and joyfully live your dreams with courage, self-confidence, and an abundance mindset. So grab a cup of coffee, matcha, tea, or lemon water, and let's go. At the end of episode 18, I asked you to consider a quote about play. Here is that quote by Lucia Capacchione. Play keeps us vital and alive. It gives us an enthusiasm for life that is irreplaceable. Without it, life just doesn't taste good. Today, we'll explore what play is, why many adults stop playing, and the most important benefits of play. Most of us can easily remember a few moments of childhood play that really stand out. I remember playing chess, backgammon, connect four, cards, and all kinds of board games with my cousin when I spent summers with family in the Bahamas. My cousin and I also played a crude paintball-like game with two other cousins. In the Bahamas, this game was called Porgy. Like paintball, it was not for the faint-hearted. It was a kind of hide-and-seek plus tag that was played by throwing a tennis ball as hard as you could at someone you found. I always walked away, but the red dots on my skin made it obvious that I was no Top Gun. And I remember building a fort with two brothers who lived down the street from me, with whom I'm still friends. We combed the neighborhood to find scraps, building materials, sometimes towing them for a mile on our bikes. We collected things like boards, nails, and carpet. Yes, we built a fort with wall-to-wall carpeting. We literally had wall-to-ceiling carpeting. Every square inch of the interior of our fort was carpeted. The fact that our neighbor encouraged us to build it in her yard and let our imaginations run wild to design our own place has always affected my friends and I deeply. Her support created such a strong bond among us. What is play? Play is three things, attitude, intention, engagement. And what you may find interesting to learn about play is that play is actually measured on a spectrum of zero to 100%. Maybe you enjoy cooking for yourself at 80%, but you really love cooking for large gatherings at 100%, or the opposite. You enjoy cooking for yourself at 100%, but would find cooking for many people stressful. Thus, it may rank at 10%. There is not one element that distinguishes play. Instead, play is a combination of the following four elements. Play is self-selected and self-led. It is not a requirement. Number two, play values engagement over outcome. Number three, play has structure or rules that players determine. They are not based on standards unless the players all agree. And four, play includes a positive, engaged, and attentive mind and is not stressful. When playing, it's the attitude that you bring to a situation that is most important. What one person considers play, another may consider stress. For example, I enjoy being out in nature, but I get a bit nervous on steeper climbs since breaking my ankle a few years ago and having less flexibility. My balance is off. However, I love shallow diving into the waves and snorkeling as I search for unique fish, eel, and other sea creatures. So hiking amid a gorgeous forest might be 95% play for me, while being in the ocean would be 100%. Your attitude sets the stage for your intention 
and your engagement. Why do adults stop playing? Well, you might want to think about a person you played a game with who wasn't a good loser. Adults who have difficulty playing often exhibit the following behaviors. They get upset when they make mistakes. They're highly competitive, sometimes to avoid facing their perceived embarrassment of losing. They compare themselves to others. They become angry or they make excuses. Meanwhile, some people are insecure unless they're praised, so they fear being blamed. For some people, these feelings of insecurity are rooted in not being able to play enough as a child or because they had to take on adult responsibilities at a younger age, or maybe they were criticized for not being mature enough. Many adults who have an unhealthy relationship with play have difficulty letting go, and they rely on alcohol, THC, drugs, or other substances because they view such substances as socially acceptable. These are ways for them to ease into not acting adult-like, and they use them to mitigate or even deny any responsibility to act like a mature adult. Learning to play takes practice, patience, and letting go of old self-perceptions. It is human nature to play. We need to play. We all deserve to live without responsibilities from time to time. This can be as simple as singing in the shower, dancing because you really feel the music, engaging in an athletic or outdoorsy activity non-competitively, daydreaming, drawing or doodling, playing cards or transforming your living space into a jungle full of plants and cozy corners. There are so many benefits to play. I've divided them into four main categories. Number one, play encourages positive social skills such as spontaneity, sense of belonging, sense of humor, creativity, flexibility, initiative, moving on from mistakes, listening, honesty, inclusiveness, problem solving, empathy, and humility. Number two, play allows you to safely act outside of social norms. For example, you can be silly, rude, or role play a character with traits distinct from your own. Number three, Play has positive physical effects. It can help you feel young and vibrant. Number four, play has positive mental effects. It improves memory, stimulates the growth of cerebral cortex cells, releases endorphins, improves brain functionality, and can even prevent mental illness. Want to play? Are you actually playing already? I question if I were getting enough play in my life, but the more I learned about it, the more I realized how much I do play. I inherently bring play into my life because it's carried over from my youth. I engage in sports, I sing, I draw, I dance, I do many things that are considered playful. In the end, what I determined is that it's not more play that I need, it's how much others are included in my play and the quality of my relationships with the people who are included. I'm sure you remember kids who would call you a cheater if you won or break your toys simply because you were having fun. So it's also critical that you choose the right people to play with as an adult. The next episode is part three of our relationship series, 
when a partner or friend deflects responsibility for their actions. We'll discuss how this is a red flag that leads to a breakdown in communication. I'd like to leave you with a quote to consider from Sanjo Jindeya, inspirational speaker, Amazon bestselling author, spoken word artist, Reiki master, and a master life coach. She said, a person can't heal as long as they are deflecting and blaming. One must accept responsibility for their own actions and make the shift necessary for growth. We'll revisit that idea in episode 20. Thank you for listening today. I hope you're feeling more confident and courageous to live your dream life. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends and networks and subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite listening channel. You can follow me on Instagram at Atlas Amari and click the Amazon link in the podcast description to purchase my book, I Am Not Lost. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I look forward to sharing more episodes with you.